Hello and welcome back to another episode of the One Corner Podcast. Uh, we are episode number number. Let's forget about it. Twenty. <laughs> I don't even 29? know anymore. I don't. 29? I don't know. Okay, let's make a guess. Yeah. Twenty nine. Yeah, I've I've stopped tracking. And I'm pretty sure people have stopped tracking as well. Uh, and once again, it's me, Why You're Funny, your host, and I have Birch with me. Uh, we're missing nope. two guys. I, I I think they're never gonna come back, like guys. Uh, Dude, where you know? are they, man? Like, but really? we have a. Not a special guest to replace them. Oh, they're Hi, replaced? I'm yeah. back again. I, I officially say this, they're fired. You know, no! They're out. So, so where's my offer letter? Oh, send it after the podcast. Okay, great, great. Okay. Yeah. Okay. We have Rachel to join us once again. Thank you so much, Rachel, for being on. As you can tell, she was the guest last week, our first mm. female yeah. guest. Uh, very interesting to have a female take on the podcast. We need you know, more We female. need those. Yes, I um, agree. So yeah, how how are you guys? Uh, your weeks so far? Oh my gosh, my week uh, just flooded. My social media is just flooded with all the different nonsense. Oh, because you're so popular. No, <laughs> yeah, influencer. Oh, I meant news, like you know, hot news is happening all across the country. It's like every week we have something going on, man. Like what? Like what? Like what? Like what? Like, what? <laughs> like, the, like COVID. Like Parliamentary debate. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that was totally unscripted. Yeah. Not so, uh, I wanted to talk about the parliamentary debates that happened this week with the two of you. I want okay. to get your opinions on it. Okay. Um. So the top kind of topics that was discussed, you know, is, right. is housing, which is a very big topic nowadays. Oh my gosh. Um. The CISA, which is the, uh, the act or the agreement mm-hmm. between uh Singapore and, and and I think the country of India. Uh, and the immigration issues surrounding that. Oh my gosh, Which yeah. Yeah, yeah. is a very complicated topic. Right. So I'm not really so sure if you can, if you want to go into it. Ooh. And also, um, I want to talk about something that uh, Raisha Khan, the... Oh, my favourite MP. Yeah. Really? Yeah, she's dude, she's MP, right? in my area, dude. She's my yeah. MP. See, now you expose your area. Yeah. Oh, right. oh, okay. Weren't you supposed There's to like, so hire her? House. How do you know where I live, huh? But yeah, um, how, what, what she mentioned about, you know... Um, Preschool and, and sexuality education mm. But we'll, let, let's start off with the housing situation in Singapore Okay, alright um, The parliamentary debates um, Talked about the EIP Which is the Ethnic housing Integration Policy, policy. Mm-hmm. Um, But do you want to explain what that policy is about? What that, okay, so basically I, what I understand is that The EIP, right? The Ethnic Integration Policy Basically determines uh, how many uh, persons from a particular race is in a particular block, right? Mm. So there's allocated numbers for each race following yeah. our very well-known but hotly debated CMIO model. So the model is still prevalent today, mm. Chinese, Malay, Indian and others. So accordingly, our HDB flats have different makeup to ensure. I mean, the whole reasoning behind it is that we do not want racial Enclaves, mm. right? Because to we form, don't want, yeah, yeah. So we don't want too many of a particular race <coughs> because there's fear that there's going to be some kind of, I don't know, uprising or <laughs> gathering Gangs. of one yeah. one particular yeah. race. Yeah. So that has been the rationale for since I don't know since independence. I guess since this integration. Yeah, um, yeah. This whole model has been since the British colonial times. Uh. I mean, they've done that too. So back then, yeah. So I guess this model has remained, but recently. We have our worker party, workers party, yeah, workers party, oh, worker party, <laughs> <laughs> workers party. Okay, Pritam Singh, my handsome man, Pritam Singh, coming up and kind of questioning this policy, right? Mm. Where he kind of suggests that as Singapore is moving towards a race neutral state, 
okay, we are not raised to trust it right now. Okay, or last week was, we literally talked about all the yeah, or, or rather he was trying to say, you know, as our progress, as our progress into a race, race neutral state, right. should the EIP still be existing or should it be abolished? Exactly. Yeah. yeah, and I think what I mean one of the points that he raised was also because our minorities are the one who's losing out more. Yeah, in me this. and you, man. Yeah, okay, not just me and you. The minorities also include the he did. He did play it with a like little caveat, and he said yeah. uh, also includes Chinese, yeah, yeah, yeah. others as well, lah. So it's a problem because when you want to sell your house, mm. right, you can only sell it to another person of the same race, mm. and yep. that's provided that the majority cap is reached mm. within the particular HDB, right? So that means, right, most of the times I will end up selling my flat at a lower price because the pool of people available now is even more limited, yep. right? Because I can only sell it to people of my own race. Yeah, so yeah. I guess this has been a long-standing issue, but it suddenly just entered, <laughs> entered the government arena again, and then it, it like, wow, yeah. there were so many takes on it, right? Yeah. So Rachel, do you think that this uh, discussion about EIP right is stemmed from the issue of uh very tight housing in Singapore about the supply and demand? You know, with the BTO, the mm. queues is so fucking long. <laughs> more and more young couples are moving towards, you know, resale or even still staying with their family. So, uh, what do you think about that? I think definitely. I mean, recently there was this whole like new BTO launches, right? And then there was like mm. oversubscription. I think a lot of people are just unhappy about it. Yeah. And I think it does contribute to why we are having a discussion about housing and about the whole like EIP issue. But okay, for me personally, I don't think that it should be abolished. Oh, okay. The yeah, EIP? yeah. Mm, I don't okay. think that it should be abolished because when you right. abolish some abolish something that has been present in mm-hmm. our narrative for so long, and people have kind of learned to work around it, and then suddenly you remove it, I think there's mm. gonna be a lot of adjustments. You might think that okay, right now it sounds good, mm. but when you actually implement it, and what if like let's say Birch, you want to sell right. a house, mm-hmm. then you sell to, um. Another race, right? Maybe maybe it's the majority race, so right. it's like the Chinese. Right. And then suddenly, because we are the majority population, mm. mm-hmm. the whole block becomes Chinese. Mm-hmm. And then, right now you don't think that it's an issue, but is there not a possibility that a discussion can be made from there also? Like, mm-hmm. oh, how come so convenient? Ah? Suddenly, uh, everybody is Chinese in this block. And then when mm-hmm. people are very comfortable living with just this group of races, right. unfortunately, sometimes things can emerge. Yeah. Right. That's a fair point. And people are like humans are social beings. Mm-hmm. So when they see this color, maybe right. for so long, they would they like disassociate it's themselves? Like would they get familiarity? Right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Breeds content, is it? No. <laughs> yeah. I, I think that's just my fear. I fear that like if you abolish something that people right. have learned to work around it, would that actually would that actually cause more problems? Hmm, okay. Yeah. I think maybe I'll ruffle some feathers. I think uh drawing from my own personal experiences lah. Okay, mm. so being in my own <coughs> HDB block which is under the EIP policy and having different uh races, I think it doesn't help in any way. I think it's redundant because you know I've had several experiences. Oh my gosh, let me tell you the most annoying one, okay? Okay. The most annoying one was I remember I entered this lift, right, and then there was this uh couple I think they were an elderly couple. Maybe they are in their 50s, probably. Right? So, okay, the husband was facing me, right? The minute I entered the lift, yeah. the wife just turned behind to face the lift door. 
And then I was just looking at her, I was like, why would you suddenly just turn behind? Mm. So I was looking at myself, am I like holding a weapon or I don't know, maybe I look a bit scary with my beard or something, right? And then just, just too I... handsome, she had to turn away, oh, man. Please. She had to protect herself from temptation. Oh, yeah. please. Okay, okay, sure, sure. <laughs> so then, you know, when I, when, I, when I exited the lift, right, when yeah. I reached my level, then she turned back. So mm. after I exited the lift, she turned back. Yeah, and this was not the first time I had such an experience. Right, there were other occasions also when, let's say, I'm going towards a particular lift and then there was the majority race also intending to go mm-hmm. towards mm. that particular lift. And then the minute they see me approaching or enter the lift, they suddenly don't want to take the lift anymore. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> but is this happening during COVID? Uh, no, no, not just COVID. Oh, okay. way, way before COVID. Uh, okay. Okay. We should integration, man. You should, you know, they should be okay with you. No, they are not okay with me. Yeah, I, okay? I, I faced like the same thing. Uh, I was an old lady. Uh, <laughs> I told much about this. It's before. always old ladies, la, honestly. It's yeah. always the la auntie. Yeah, before you came, yeah, I told much about this. Uh, yeah. I was walking towards the the div, and there was this old lady who was like in front of me, like, I'm like three meters away, quite close. La. So she went to the lift. I was like, okay, I can still make it. So when I ran to the lift, I could see her like frantically pressing the close <laughs> oh button. Like, there, like, while staring at me. I'm like, bitch, what are you doing, man? Like, I, okay, fine. Maybe she got lift. scared because you're running towards her. I so was she was running. like, oh, you. I'll, I'll say, okay, I can Dude, she's know? playing block catching. Uh, she thought you were playing hide and seek, bro. Yeah, oh, yeah maybe. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> she's like, oh, fine, the old lady. Yeah, but yeah, that's the only. That's the. I was willing to let that slide because I was like, maybe she's like a senior old lady. I just. Right. Yeah. You know, let it go. La. But <laughs> if it happens multiple times, then yeah, there's a issue. But so far, yeah. it's the only yeah. kind of uh, incident that I faced. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah, exactly. I mean, okay, this. I think oh god <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's our background effect la, okay? yeah. Some coughs For all you people out there yeah. Keep your health Up I don't know why I said that also. But okay Anyways <laughs> What I wanted to say is Right That um, I think racial uh, Dislike Right Is something that's still prevalent Regardless of the EIP Policy mm. But yeah mm. It is fair to say Why they do not want On case Because like If we look at the Let's say Little India you know, mm. let's take Little India for as an example, right? The mm. Little India riot that happened because there was a gathering. But that's a completely different group. Okay, that's a group of migrant um, workers. Workers, yeah. right? But I think they don't even have a house in Singapore. Yeah, they don't even have a house in Singapore, that's true. Yeah. But I think there's this fear that if we have an enclave of a particular race, mm. it will result in some form of uprising. I mean that has been a rationale behind yeah. EIP, right? Yeah. There's yeah. a fear that okay, something's gonna happen if we have too many of one race in a particular yeah. block but honestly even with it there's still issues but i don't think like when they first came up with the eip right. their intention probably was to actually integrate people get mm. get everyone to be comfortable with yeah. each other right, right. Yeah. but now i think they're just kind of preventing further escalation of issues do you get what mm. i mean mm-hmm. so the initial one was oh i want to like like kind of stimulate you guys like right. come come be friends right. be comfortable with, with, with each other like mm. you know we are all equal and then now it's more of like okay with tensions rising and all this kind right. of thing we must still have this because people need to learn to live with the uncomfortability that's in my personal opinion yeah mm. yeah yeah i was gonna bring up a point and say you know um i don't think nowadays even if we were to take away... Okay, now these people's opinion... I don't know if it's still the same, but... I feel that the issue now is not about... Is my neighbour going to be Chinese? Is my neighbour going to be Indian? Mm. Right. I think it's more of like... Can I even afford a house? 
<laughs> you know? Oh my god, so, that's so, very true. So do you think people actually care about... Because let's be right. honest, uh, my area, right, mm. is uh, the way my flat is, is layout is like a, it's like a U-shape. Okay. Like oh, a sharp U-shape. Okay. Right? So like, I have two houses in front of me. Right. I have to go down a corridor, turn left. I don't even see my neighbours. No, oh, I okay. don't know who they are. <laughs> I only see them taking the lift like, once a while. Oh, okay. I yeah, can't so visualise that. Yeah. Yeah, so imagine like a... Fuck me. You know, imagine, <laughs> imagine like an L shape. Okay. okay. You just add the other part to the other... Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like a, you know... Oh, like, okay, like okay. Almost a, a It's an incomplete square. square, yes. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah exactly. Okay, okay. Or incomplete rectangle. Right, yeah, right, right. so I don't meet anybody on the other side. Oh, that's okay. interesting. And... The people on the other side is all the other races. The Pinoys, the Chinese, okay. one Indian family. Oh, okay. The houses in front of me are all Malays. Oh, okay. So I don't even right. integrate with the other races. Okay, right. okay. Yeah, yeah. So that's why I'm questioning like, the EIP to me personally, mm, is, mm. it's redundant nowadays because people yeah. are just caring about, can I get my house? Yeah. When can I get my house? I don't care who my neighbours are, I want right. to get a house. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. But but I, I feel like, I mean, okay, to me, apart, apart from this whole... Uh, EIP thing I'm actually quite grateful To have Neighbours of A different race mm. Even though They are from They are also from A minority lah Because I grew up Until today I still like Play soccer with them We still like Hang out And all that So I think I'm grateful for That kind of like Kampong Spirit mm. yeah, yeah. Because we grew up Playing soccer together You know We After school Just rushing down To the dude, Soccer field to play Yeah dude So yeah. I think it's I, I, I really though. Yeah, it's disappearing. I miss the kind of like where you really have neighbors that you go over, you know, mm. maybe during Hari Raya, I go over and then during Christmas, they come over, you know? Yeah, yeah. The kind of like we share each other's food, each other's culture. Yeah. We can crash anytime to watch a football match. Oh my or God. Or like play, yeah. you know, like games together. Yeah, yeah those yeah. are the kind of things that I feel really brings people together. But yeah. I think we're missing that now. Like even though there's this EIP, uh, people rushing to their, I don't know, BT or resale, yeah. but then there's a lack of Wanting to come together, actually, you know, uh, yeah. interacting with your neighbors yeah. and stuff mm. like that. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I I had a counterpoint to the EIP because um, do you think that nowadays there's a instead of enclaves of races, right? There's mm. enclaves of different social economic statuses instead, because in different areas of mm. Singapore, right, your housing prices are way different. Mm. So that okay. will naturally bring in right, which I think right, the 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 kind of like um separation of classes is as dangerous as separation of races right okay because to a certain extent your class is defined by your race there's yeah, a, there's wow, a sort of a powerful, effect to it like. yeah, it's, yeah, not, mm-hmm. it's not really you know uh, uh, right. 100% but there is some sort of you know uh, relationship uh, relationship yeah. between that la. right yeah right. so like I was, I was asking Birch you know like um in condominiums how mm. can you ex- how can you ensure there's no racial enclaves there also because there's only a That's subset true. of buyers who can buy condominiums. <laughs> yeah. And who are those buyers? And what's the ratio you know, What's the ratio quota for that? You know, <laughs> yeah. Are you keeping up? Because I think those are way more dangerous. Right, you know? right. Especially when the higher, the elite class right. don't care about the lower class. And that's how all this segregation, all this you know, discrimination and, and mm. long-term effects right. of your race can be affected by the classes that actually have the power to... You know, make the conversation start or make the conversation stop. Right, but actually, that's you, actually quite interesting. Yeah, but actually, if you notice how our government uh constructs condominiums, yeah, you actually realize that they're always placed within uh near HDBs. I'm not talking about private 
uh, housing properties, yeah. properties. Housing, talking about condominiums yeah. itself, right? They're always placed near HDB. So I found it quite interesting because they, they say that oh we want a mixture of uh, of people because we don't want it to they, they, we don't want this great gap but yeah. there's already a gap. Like you know I remember uh, I went for this Halloween party in Woodlands. It always happens in Woodlands in like the private properties, oh, okay? okay. Uh, is it near the American school? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, yeah. it's like wow you Those see you see the entire man. Singapore just flocking to like big uh, bungalows yeah, right yeah. And, and then we have like, yeah, all the, school, yeah. yeah different races like yeah. opening up their bungalows and trick or treat right yeah, yeah, and yeah. all that but then like I just walk like to the bus stop it's just uh-huh. behind the, 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 the big property yeah. and just opposite is a block of flats yes, HDB yeah, flats yeah, yeah so mm-hmm. I was a bit like like some kind of cognitive dissonance it's like, it's like sandwich in between the in, in the middle is all the private yeah, housing yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. So I, was, I know that road yeah. yeah I was like Wow, I think then I really felt the inequality gap. Yeah. And then if you go down a few streets down, you see the older HDB houses. Okay. Uh, right. You see the, the shop houses, the mm. one like in Marsling area. Yeah, ah, those, okay, that's okay. ghetto, Woodland. <laughs> the ghetto part of the north side, right, right, man. Right, right, yeah. right. So you really see a, a, a difference in the housing down there. Yeah. So I that, that's what I thought la, about the EIP because yes, racial integration is important, but you cannot... You cannot rely on one policy to do it. You know, if it's it's like when if you even don't if you don't even have conversations about race, the honest conversation about race, mm. and you only expect your EIP to do all the work, it it still That's doesn't solve also. the issue. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude. I'm not saying that you will though. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but but I but I understand your point. Like it's still needed to not you know. I think it's needed now because the current generation, I still. Like, like what you say right currently mm. like how you feel is like nobody thinks about oh like what race am I going to be staying with yeah. like who's going to be my neighbor it's more of like can I even get a house yeah. but for right. like our older generation they might not think like that mm. so I feel like if they were to abolish it in the future mm-hmm. I think that is possible because we are more woke right than like the like, auntie <laughs> and uncle <laughs> well, I mean like yeah. from the like experiences that you guys have been sharing with me right, it's mostly right. like older people yeah. so if we mm. kind of wait a longer time you know when they like kind of pew pew you when, know? when we, we become old people <laughs> yes when we yeah. are the working right. class right. and we are the ones who are determining like oh this is the house that I want to yeah. buy right. this is where I want to stay mm. I don't think EIP is that big a factor right yeah at least, at least we're having a conversation like we look at parliament right when uh Indrani stepped in, Miss Indrani stepped in to kind of like ask uh, Pritam to clarify whether he was calling the, for the EIP to be abolished. This is what she said, okay? Quoted, uh, this is not me, uh, this is quoted from her. Don't don't come and uh, sue me. Pop okay. uh. <laughs> <laughs> so she said, is the answer to that yes or no? That's all I want to know. Well, that sounds like a rap. Is the answer to that yes or no? That's all I want to know. And then she goes on to say, oh, is he saying that it needs to not be abolished? We can just look to see how we improve it. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Pritam replied, that's a very nice way to close off a discussion on a topic. Yeah. <laughs> right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like, you're kind of like forcing your yeah. opposition member to a corner, yes yeah. or no. Yeah. Like, how, like that's not a conversation. I've seen, I've seen two sides of the debate for that whole response. Okay. Some, some people uh-huh. were with Pritam, some people were were critical of Pritam's right. response because, mm. you know, he initially he was his workers party manifesto in 2006 as quoted by the senior minister Teo Chi Hun I think right. uh, mentioned mm. um, oh in 2006 your manifesto was to abolish the EIP but now your stance is to keep it and maybe in the future abolish it 
then the argument is 2006 happened like dude like mon- donkey years ago <laughs> yeah. like so many things have changed more immigration has occurred in Singapore so your population right. numbers are already changing Yeah. You know, so yeah. I I, I think that's a fucking already. weak, you know, rebuttal lah. <laughs> honestly, he's <laughs> 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 very fired up today. <laughs> yeah, it's it's so dumb. You're fighting like nonsense. Like 2006, yeah, 2006, you were a different person. I'm a fucking child, but now I'm an adult, man. Like so many things happen. You know, they believe that you. It's like you put up a website in 2001, right? 2021, it has to be the same. Yeah. Same visual, same oh, words. 2006, you know what's, what's around Friendster? Where's Friendster now? In the fucking <laughs> dust, dude. Like, nobody knows. Where's MSN? Is it MSN? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, MSN. Windows Messenger or something, right? Who's the guy the, who's friends with everybody? But now he's like a photographer and shit. What? Oh, really? Yeah. MySpace, is it? MySpace. Oh, MySpace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. It's a dumb argument, but yeah. Um... Also, I I think the the issue about housing is spurred because you know like like we mentioned um mm. the number of housing in the BTO like you mentioned mm. Rachel, people are you cannot wait for the you know the queue numbers and stuff like that. Yeah. Do you think this resembles something um close to that what happened in Hong Kong about your housing crisis? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Singapore and Hong Kong is very similar, right? Yeah. We have very no limited way, yeah. space. Right. So the house, housing gets smaller. It gets more expensive. Mm, yeah. Then we cannot afford it. Then where are we supposed to stay? Yeah. So I feel like increasingly, like, BTO prices are also getting a bit unreasonable. Absurd. Ridiculous. Fucked up. Like, when, like a true flat is like, what, 400,000? <laughs> minimum. Minimum. Girl, I can't even like afford like a forty dollars mascara. You want me to afford like four hundred thousand dollars house? I I saw on resale. I'm looking at resale right now. Resale lah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, four room flat in Woodlands, the ghetto side of Singapore. Right. Uh, at least four eighty. Yeah. Dude, yeah. You know, you know, if I buy a freaking three story bungalow. Yeah. In the in the US or some other country, right? I can price. buy like four of those. Exactly. Yeah, half the price, bungalows. Yeah. Eh. Maybe we should all migrate. <laughs> Like a protest to so the government, like PAP, like get our shit together. <laughs> and go reclaim it, land, hurry up. <laughs> hurry up. Yeah, and the houses are so small, dude. Like, It's really small. Yeah. Recently, I was watching this YouTuber who just got married this year. Ooh. And she applied for her BTO, I think a couple years back. Then she finally got it. So she mm. was showing us like this like fake like simulation okay. of how the house would look like. It's so small. Like I was literally looking and judging her. I was like, "Oh, I thought you're so rich." Okay, like I don't like her. Okay, you know her. You know her. Wait. Okay, don't wait, say. Wait, yeah, wait, but I won't say. I won't say. I want the tea. I want the tea. Okay, no, no, no I can't it. say. I can't say. But you, Shit, we know her. Man. Okay. Yeah. Okay. okay. And we've seen her a lot around before. Oh. Yes, okay. but it's so small. Really? Like I was just yeah. thinking, like her master bedroom is smaller than my room. Oh my god. And I was so scared because I'm not going to be to this year, right? Yeah. And then, like, if I be to two years from now. My oh house my gonna God. be like it's gonna just reduce tiny. And shrink and shrink and shrink. If I pee and I poop, like my neighbors can hear me because <laughs> it's so small. Like I don't yeah, understand. Yeah, yeah, the oh houses are very God. small. Dude, and I can imagine those uh new flats. You know when they say, "Oh, you have a very beautiful view." Like yeah, you, yeah, you yeah, get yeah. to see the sunset. Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember yeah. there was this particular uh, flat where everyone was like buying the the flat because like you can really literally see like very beautiful landscape, mm. right? Is and it Bongo Cove? Uh, it's near around here, lah. Yeah. Okay, okay. Then after that. Suddenly, there was another building built across this <laughs> HDB, <laughs> and their view is gone. <laughs> I mean, in the past, when people used to buy houses, like like I moved 
twice. Okay. So, so I've, I've shifted out twice and all the time is always, you know, look at the view. <laughs> yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. Look at the field. You can see the field. You can see the children yeah. running, but now you only what see field? all the buildings. And, <laughs> what field? What field? I see buildings now. Even the views are like, you know, um, gone already. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Neighbor yeah. is your view yeah. uh, from across the window. So Rachel, you, you, you mentioned uh, you're not looking forward to, or rather you're not interested in applying for BTO. You're more of a resale person. Yes, initially I wanted BTO mm. because for me it's like I can afford to wait. Yeah. But when I look at it and I look at the prices, I was just thinking like resale is better in a sense. Yeah. Because it's a little bit more expensive, but with the grants and everything that yeah. the government is giving yeah. us, it's around the same price, around exactly. there. Yeah. And I don't have to wait. Yeah, I don't have to ballot. Right I don't have to fight for my place, right. and I can choose the location. And the houses are bigger. Yeah, and you can renovate so. Exactly, yeah. like for BTO, I just feel like it's quite limited. Right. Yeah, it's like, I don't know lah. I mean, I get fresh neighbors, but so what? I mean, I don't know. I, okay, that was <laughs> just a very stupid yeah. point. I don't know what I was thinking. I was thinking like, oh, like, <laughs> new land, new like, whatever. And then you have to wait so long. Like, I have a friend who, who did five, BTO. Five, seven years. And yeah, because of the yeah. pandemic, you have to yeah, wait yeah, like yeah. five years. Yeah. And they've been together for like, what, six? Right? I, have, so. I have friends, right, who have been applying but they failed like three times and then they don't understand why and on TikTok also recently I've been seeing a lot of housing TikToks because right. I'm looking at houses right, right. Mm-hmm. and like this girl saying like oh long term couples they like try so many times for a BTO they try 10 times and they don't get it but like a couple who, who has been together for like a year they get it their first Dude, that's try that's so true I literally yeah, had I know a friend people, yeah. who tried for fun okay he told me like oh I'm just balloting for fun yeah how do first you ballot time, for fun yeah first time and then he got it he you know, got because, the because the, the barrier of entry is so I, I know what's the issue the barrier of entry is too cheap that's why you get random RNG because it's so cheap to just apply get in queue right? it's only after you yeah, get yeah, the house yeah, then yeah. you that's pay the true. that's why there's a long queue because it's so cheap what it's $10 to apply but it's so stupid right because first time appliers get twice the chance they have doubled the chances yeah. of winning so yeah. if you apply for fun and then you lose that chance and they're yeah. like oh shit I'm not ready to actually apply for a house right. the next time around bro when you really want a house yeah. you're not going to get a house right. and, I th- and I think they make it cheap also because justify the construction project right because you need like queues but of it's people it's only $10 to be... something right the game yeah. so the minute you have all those uh Imaginary Isn't stupid? <laughs> $10 <laughs> just to queue <laughs> and then you're clogging up the queue is dumb right? you should just put it if you want a house you Put it in, put in your, your, no, maybe, at least, if, uh, maybe at least a hundred lah. But what if mean? everybody wants a house and then they put it a hundred and yeah. it's non-refundable? Clearly his friend didn't want a house. <laughs> no, yeah, but what fun. if, what if, right? <laughs> the, the main point of why they make it so cheap is yeah. so that everyone has a fair chance yeah, yeah. of entering into okay, it, honest, no? Honestly, I think it's a fair chance, but honestly, the biggest gain is the person who's building the, the house because yeah, he he's like yeah. all these imaginary rooms. Oh, yeah, my rooms are all booked now. I have like people who are ready to. Because, move and also, in. there are some people who apply BTO not to stay in, is to sell it away. Yeah. I don't understand that. I really yeah. don't. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and that pisses me off. Like, people in Singapore, like, like, Property is not seen as investment. You think it's yeah. like carousel or what? So I fucking hate that. I, I, I don't like I don't like how, how housing in Singapore is seen as investment. People are yeah. like, oh, I'm going to buy this house for investment. Like, Fuck you. People actually want to live <laughs> yeah. in your fucking house. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I, I, I hate I hate that, that thing about housing in Singapore. I don't know about you guys. Right, yeah. Right, right. Thank God I don't have to think about that. At least for the near future. Uh, so I... I I don't know what else we can discuss about housing because it's just a... Oh, we're, I'm done with housing, man. It's so, yeah, because such a, I, uh, I have not gone through it, you know. Um, Rachel, the most experienced, but still haven't, you know, yeah, you, you didn't go through the BTO stuff because you 
don't intend to. And yeah, the BTO houses that I've seen are so small. It's it's crazy small. It's kind of depressing to be honest oh to see goodness, how small yeah. and so so tight. Yeah. yeah. But they mask it like to show you like oh it's very nice. Mm. Very clean, but right. when you really look at it, like it's so small. Like, yeah, I do. And the smaller the space becomes, the more frustrated people are gonna get because you gotta deal with other people. Yeah, yeah living but, in close proximity. But also closer here, proximity. I also to hear you. that the 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 argument about resale is you know that ninety nine year lease. People keep yeah, saying yeah, that yeah, ninety nine year that. thing. Yeah. yeah, that's something to consider as well. Mm. Because if you buy a house, a resale flat in a mature estate, it's way bigger. Yeah. But, the lease is shorter. Yeah. So if you you plan to stay on it in like for a really long time, yeah. you're not gonna be able to sell it off cheap. Okay, the government's you... gonna reclaim the land to build right. a newer block, and it's gonna be yeah. smaller, and you're not gonna earn much. It's okay. We so it's like you need long. to consider this kind of thing. It's okay. You live fast, uh, die young, man. Yeah. Oh wow. Okay. <laughs> not everyone lives by their motto, <laughs> huh? Okay. Okay. Um, let's 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 diverge from the housing situation and talk about um sexuality. Oh, uh, we talked about sex and women last week. Oh yeah, that was uh, a, quite a fiery conversation. And during the <laughs> pa- and during the parliamentary debate, uh, Raisha Khan brought up about how uh, maybe we should start teaching sexuality education. We mentioned it. Can you believe we mentioned it on podcast? I think she heard it, man. She yeah, I think she's podcast. listening. You know. uh, we should tag her in this <laughs> because she's an MP, right? Oh yeah, yeah. She probably, yeah. yeah. Thanks, Raisha, for listening to our one. Yeah, and uh, she mentioned about how uh, we should start teaching sexuality. Um, for young kids because you see an increase in sexual violence committed on young children mm. um, by yeah. older people especially people who they trust and so her point was that we should teach children about consent mm. about actual you know uh, dangers about sex about who to trust uh, what you should tell adults that you know children trust and stuff like that so what are your guys opinions about that and the conversation in Singapore I think it's important. I think it's great that she's suggesting that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because whether or not it's like uncomfortable for the parent to know that their child knows this kind of thing so young, it's good that your child knows because when something happens, they know like, oh, this is wrong. This feels uncomfortable. And I know why it is uncomfortable. Like, you know, I, I used to read like a lot of like, um, true, like non-fiction books about how like children were abused yeah. last time or like they were sexually like abused mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. they didn't know Right. They would say like I yeah. felt uncomfortable I knew it was wrong But I didn't know why I felt like it was wrong Yeah they couldn't Like they cannot pinpoint feelings, Because they right? cannot yeah, even yeah. grasp Like what is that What, I, what is my Can't father doing it. to me Or whatever yeah. you know yeah, yeah. But now when Like You are suggesting that This is taught to like Primary school kids right. They will know And then they can like Voice it out like Okay mommy daddy This happened to me at school today I don't think it's not even primary school I think she suggested like Five six years old you know? Yeah she said it Basically, the international best practices also recommend starting at age five. You know, yeah. about mm. body safety, uh, how you feel, uh, how to know what consent is. Uh. Yeah, mm. and I think it's important because like, especially in Singapore, right? You see the rise in cases. It's crazy, okay? Like, yeah. she mentioned that underage victims make up 37% of sexual violence cases in 2017 to 2019 alone. That's just three, three years, you have 37% increase. I think right? the statistics was about like six cases a day or something, or six cases a, a, a week or something. In, in yeah, the world dude. or in Singapore? In, no, in, in Singapore, Singapore alone. Like, like literally, yeah. she said there's like seven thousand four hundred eighty-three people who were victims of sexual violence between twenty seventeen to twenty nineteen. So yeah. clearly, this whole I, this whole culture of consent is not 
taught well enough yeah. in our schools. But I don't think it's about consent. Right. Because the child, even if she's screaming no or he's screaming no, mm-hmm. what, what is... I, I think her point is more of to teach children that these acts are wrong. But yeah. if it's wrong, yeah. and then, then so what? Like I just yeah. feel like, yes, this is important, right? But mm. ultimately, it's still the perpetrator who should be like taught. Like you should mm. be like... I don't know, bringing more attention to like pedophile, like why is this wrong? It's not just a way of like loving someone. Do you, do you get what I mean? It's, I it, think it goes back to the discussion about women, la, about what women wear instead of targeting yeah. the men who actually commit yeah. these acts. Yeah, yeah, yeah you, 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 you mean, cannot, yeah. you can teach the children, but you cannot, that mm. is not a protection. It's just for them to know and for them to be right. able to call it out. But mm. that, them calling it out at that situation is not going to protect them. It might cause the person who mm-hmm. did that to them, consequences such yeah. as going to jail, etc. But the act is still done to them. I, I think I think maybe her the rationale behind this, oh, right? I mean the whole the, the whole idea. Do we have F one happening over here, man? Yeah. Right here yeah, in our, sorry, our man, district. Right. Yeah, I think the rationale behind um sexuality education, right, as the first line of defense against mm-hmm. sexual violence is that okay, let's say if we look at perpetrators, right? They could they could even be nowadays your own educators. Right, already in their yes, thirties. Yeah, yeah, they could be fathers and all that. <clears throat> so if I'm targeting this group of people, I'm targeting someone who is already matured to understand. Yeah. yeah. So yes, sure, I'm supposed to re-educate them, <clears throat> but I think when I start them young, right, as in when I when I literally uh, <clears throat> educate someone, an individual from the very beginning, yeah. from the time he has entered preschool to primary school mm. to secondary school to university, the chances of him becoming a sexual predator, right, yeah. can be reduced. Mm. It can be detected early. It will not be eliminated, but it can be reduced. It can be yeah. reduced, yeah. exactly. Mm. And not only that, you have an environment where both educators and um, <coughs> students yeah. are aware of this culture of yeah. consent, aware of what's wrong, what's right, aware of the proper channels. And that's where you see prevention occurring, right? Mm. If I'm just going to focus solely on perpetrators, I have to wait for a perpetrator to come out and then maybe like, try to intervene and yeah. counsel him. Mm-hmm. You need to wait for the perpetrator to already exist before Correct. you can fix yeah. the So I'm only, yeah. I'm only uh, uh, attacking the eventual outcome, but I'm yeah. not looking at the root, which I think the root of any perpetrator is really the way they were socialized. Mm-hmm. I'm not talking about pathological perpetrators. Uh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> People yeah, yeah, who yeah. are just like really, the mind, some wire is loose and they just do it for fun. Yeah. I'm talking about people who really in their, in their um, journey, through mm. the different uh, schools and whatnot, they didn't have this proper sexuality education mm. and they didn't have any avenues of what is the right way to express it. And then they're yeah. like, okay, I'm going to go out and do this. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to touch mm. someone inappropriately or, or do stuff, right? Yeah. Mm. And then, you know, they get caught and it becomes a big uh, court case. So I do feel that this is a necessary, timely push in the right direction. Yeah. yeah, it's it's better than nothing. You know what I mean? Mm, mm, yeah. Of course, At yeah. least we're moving somewhere rather than mm. oh, we just wait for the kid to get, you know, uh, abused or something. Then we solve the issue, which is, you know, some of the ways that Singapore has dealt with the issues in the past. Right. Yeah. Like the Little India riots. Yeah. Uh, until that thing happened, then we're like, oh shit, there's an issue. <laughs> Let's fix it. But it's, you know, it's there, just that you never looked at it. Same thing with race. And yeah. all the different There's a know, white elephant in the room Time yeah. to address it mm. uh, You guys got any last things To say about this topic? Uh, about your own thoughts? Like do you Okay How about this? Will you be okay With your child mm-hmm. um, mm. To be taught These topics 
uh, when they enter maybe let's say nursery right. when they're like five six years old mm-hmm. or maybe primary school mm-hmm. yeah are you guys okay with that I think I'm okay with that. I'm good with that. Yeah, mm. it's just more of like the level of intensity. Maybe you mm. obviously don't like come off so strong, right? You're gonna scare the kid also, mm. and I don't think the dick. child is gonna be <laughs> no, able to. No, no, way. no, no. But I don't think the child is able to understand, like really, yeah, what yeah. what the teacher is trying to say. Right, but right. I think a little bit is good because actually, for me when I was younger, mm-hmm. I had like a little boy in my age. Yeah. Like do some stuff to me. Ooh, okay. Yeah, it wasn't too serious, but it traumatized me. Like I still think about it sometimes, and I'm right. just like, huh, why didn't I say? Because yeah. my teachers didn't make me feel like it was wrong, mm-hmm. right. and they didn't have a conversation with me about it. I felt like they knew what was going on. Right. Okay, but uh-huh. they didn't really say anything, and yeah. because they didn't say anything, I felt like I couldn't go to my parents and be like, "Daddy, mommy, this happening to me at mm, school." Yeah. So I felt like if I was educated there and then, uh-huh. and a teacher told me that if this happens to you, this is what you can do, and nobody's gonna blame you, blah blah blah. Yeah. And I knew that I wouldn't get into trouble. Mm-hmm. I'll be more inclined to say something. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's a very good. That's a very good point. Share the light, man. I think it's yeah. time to bring out the light because the more we keep these issues behind closed doors, the more is going to happen mm. behind yeah. closed doors. Yeah, yeah. And we're not helping the the eventual victims of all these crimes. Yeah, mm. exactly. it's absurd the number of you know it's cases that have popped man. up for the past few months. Yeah. Um, I wanted to mention something that is uh, is something off topic, but it's something close. Okay. Just to close off, an interesting point. Do you guys know there's a way to to identify identify serial killers? What? Yeah, because you were mentioning about how you mentioned something about these these pathological, people. right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. pathological. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I've been listening to some murder podcasts. Whoa, you know, whoa, so right. Oh, I listen to murder podcasts yeah. also. Okay. So they always oh, mention that there's <laughs> three factors to identify a serial killer. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So the first one is if you wet your bed as an adult. Ooh, I think, and okay. then the second one is as a child if you've killed small animals. Okay. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Find yeah. interesting kings more animal. And the right. third one is if you are very into, what's it called? Um, burn like fires, like starting fires. What what's that oh, word? Oh, arson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Into arson. Yeah. So if you hit oh, this destruction, three, basically, yeah, you like, like key factors, you're things. probably a serial killer. Oh no. <laughs> so. No, there is a there is a thing, right? There's a quiz. Okay, so I'm gonna ask you guys, and oh, I'm gonna ask the, the viewers. Okay, you guys don't have to share me your answers, yeah. but I'm gonna share it right now. Oh, okay, no. okay, no, no. so. <laughs> Okay, it goes like this, okay? There are three kids. The first kid loves makeup. Okay. Loves hair products, okay? okay. She just really vain. She just loves beauty, okay? Yeah. The second kid loves sports. He loves football. He loves kicking. He loves running. He loves swimming. Yeah. Okay. And the third kid loves to sing. Okay. Sports, singing, uh, makeup. Normal thing so far. Yeah, yeah. Normal thing. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So for Christmas, okay. their parents got them presents. Okay. So one present was... Um, hairspray, a comb, and a mirror. Yeah, right. obviously the soccer kit, yeah. And then, <laughs> <laughs> the second present was a football, running cleats, yeah. and like, sports attire. Okay. Yeah, and the third... Girl needs that. Sorry, go on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Shut up, bitch. <laughs> and the third kit had a microphone, had the headset, and had like a little computer, you know, for you to like, okay. edit your songs. Which kids we have here. Yeah. So but when way. those kids opened up the presents, they all started crying. Why? Huh? What? If you have that... How you come up with the answer determines how fucked up your mind is, honestly. So just go think. 
I think we can leave our viewers with oh, that. Oh, <laughs> yeah, let's just close oh, it home. Yeah. My mind instantly went a dark corner, so I'm not gonna, <laughs> I'm not gonna say anything again. With with that, let's end the podcast. On yeah. a very like no, maybe they just maybe they're unhappy because you know. Uh, they would rather give the presents to a uh, needy kids. Oh, oh sure. Yeah. sure. So, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyways, thank you guys for being on the podcast and thank you, Rachel. Thank Hopefully you. Thank you, Rachel. Appear more on our podcast and maybe even a for prominent sure. yep. member. Yeah. Once again, uh, we don't pay our guests <laughs> and our own people. <laughs> Just mentioning out there. Sponsors, so, please. Thank you, okay. everybody, for joining and uh, see you guys next week. See Bye. you. Bye.